Hi friends, welcome back to Our Hearts Surrendered. My name is Sophie and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. What is up you guys? Welcome back to Our Hearts Surrendered. My name is Addison and I'm the other co-host. Guys, it's literally been over three months since we've recorded and literally welcome back like actually welcome back because we did forget to post an episode last <laughs> week but that's okay it happens sometimes uh that's our first time in the three years that we've had this podcast I would say that's a pretty good streak if you're asking me yeah no for sure and we've like been through a lot of random stages of life since starting this podcast so like Honestly, like all things considered, I'm proud of us, but I am really sorry for the inconvenience if you were like, I can't wait to see another episode of this podcast. And then it's like, and I'm let down. I don't have any trust in them anymore. I understand that trust takes a while to gain. And so hopefully we can do that in the near future. And hopefully um, you will be extra blown away by this week's episode. Maybe we'll like bring some extra good words from the Lord. (laughs) <laughs> yeah lord willing this will be this will be like a fruitful episode worth of all of your waiting <laughs> you have made it so congratulations yeah no wholeheartedly i'm like i literally haven't seen sophie's face or talked to her in like genuinely three months like since the last time we recorded because i don't I was think at cannibal summer i don't think i've seen you in person since january no, no fully, for sure. <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day because I was like, dang, like I really like haven't posted a photo of like Sophie and I together in a long time. And I was like, well, that's probably because I haven't seen you. <laughs> because we don't have one. <laughs> because we like literally have not been together at all. Were you at D now? No, but you. <laughs> so but you I went, went, you went I through Waco. Waco. Okay, yeah. now. Yes, so that's the last time I saw her. Yeah, the last time Sophie and I were together was actually the end of January. But don't worry, we just had 42 minutes straight of catching up about the summer. I'm sure we're missing massive details. I don't even know. Like, I know Sophie's major. Like, I'm like, what do I know about her? Are we friends? Yes. Sometimes I feel like, yeah, when people are like, so how was? And it's like a big chunk of life. It's like, I don't even know where to begin, honestly. No, genuinely. That's like how I feel. I'm like currently in the middle of work week for sorority recruitment and People were like, oh my gosh, Addison, like, so good to see you. How was your summer? And I'm like, don't even ask me. I haven't like thought a singular thing about the summer. Like I haven't had any time to process. I also don't know what happened in the past three months. Like, like I'm not so even much. <laughs> yeah, no hard. Somebody would be like, okay, like give me like, like I literally sat down in the car with somebody and we like had a two hour drive ahead of us. And she was like, okay, like give me a week by week rundown. And I was like, I don't know what to like, where to even start. Like this week I had eighth graders. Then I had a trip. Then I went like, I was like, oh my gosh like this is the first time I've like even thought about like what has happened in my life for the past three months but like I just I was like how am I supposed to like tell people this in like two minutes you know exactly yeah like the awkward like how was your summer like I don't have two hours of a car ride to like actually hear about your summer but like what have you been doing like I gave like a presentation about like my summer and I was like so I've been at camp for the past three months and I showed like six pictures of camp and I was like that's literally it (laughs) <laughs> like that's all I had on the side you're like I can't do this faster than like I can't do this in time you want <laughs> yeah like you're getting bare minimum I'm sorry but you guys if you were wondering what have they been up to all summer come back and mm-hmm. you'll hear in the near future what we've been up to this summer yeah it's true we will um, we will think and then we will prepare yeah we'll process a little bit and then we'll give you a whole quarterly recap not next week, but the week after, because for this semester, we're sticking with the every other week. 
because we have crazy semesters ahead of us and we like just talked about it and like it was always part of the plan to like reevaluate come like August and we like went into the summer knowing that and like genuinely like this is our heart going into the summer and starting the every other week schedule and like continues to be our heart of like we would much rather have like good quality high integrity like podcast episodes where we like sit down and we think about what the Lord is teaching us and like we think about these topics then to have like very rushed like poor quality like she's just rambling because she has a mic in front of her face and like it doesn't actually like the Lord is not actually like speaking through them and like the Lord is not actually using this they're just putting it together like because like this is works essentially like we're not doing this out of works like we're not doing this out of obligation like we have this podcast because we like genuinely feel like it's obedient and we genuinely feel like this is where the Lord has us right now the Lord does not have us doing every week um as much as I wish that that's where we were we like are also in college and we like have communities at home and we have so many other ministry opportunities that like the Lord has allowed us to have and like now we just get to walk in the season of obedience of being every other week and we appreciate you guys so much for um like supporting us nonetheless and like genuinely there's our hope and prayer that these are like in like our integrity remains the same um but that said I just said the word obedience like at least five times and welcome to today's episode where we just get to talk all about obedience which is like genuinely one of my favorite topics to talk about um but so if like give me your thoughts what does walking in obedience mean what has that taught you um, what has the Lord been teaching you about obedience lately? What has that meant for your life? All the things. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I've been thinking a lot about obedience this summer in a lot of different aspects of my life. But if you have talked to me anytime in the past couple of months, I've probably maybe brought up John 15, 15 and this passage because this passage has just like continuously been something that the Lord has used in my life. And so I was thinking about obedience and I feel like this verse really stuck out to me. This is John 15, 14. It says, you are my friends if you do what I command you. And verse 15 says, no longer do I call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I've called you friends for all that I've heard from my father, I've made known to you. So verse 15 has been kind of like just on my heart a lot recently talking about being a friend of Jesus. But verse 14 stuck out to me because Jesus says, you're my friends if you do what I command you. And so a little background, as I went into this summer, I had a few little summer resolutions, I guess you could call them. And one of the things that I decided like I wanted to grow in is listening to the voice of God. Um, I felt like all my life people had said like, oh, just listen to the Lord. And I was like, what does this even mean? And so I kind of like dove into what does that look like in my life? Um, what does this like concept even mean to me? Um, and in doing that, I quickly learned that there's more than just listening to the voice of God. You can listen, but there's also the part of obedience. I think about when like your parents tell you or ask you, like, can you do the dishes? You can listen to them by hearing what they say, but then the act of actually doing it is obeying what they ask you to do. And so in thinking about this verse in John 15, thinking about that Jesus calls us friends um, and he says, you're my friends if you do what I command you. And so Jesus calls us friends because of the work of the Lord. 
because of the work that he did on the cross. We get to be in relationship with Jesus now. We get to be um, not only just like, we don't just only serve Jesus, but we also get to be friends with him. But with that, we follow Jesus as Lord and teacher. And with that comes obeying what he commands us to do. What does Jesus command us to do? There's lots of things in the New Testament. I can't cover them all right now, but one of the biggest things he um, tells us to do is to go and make disciples of all nations. That's one thing. And another thing that we know in the Bible is that he tells us to love God and love people. Those are some of the like big commands. But I feel like lately, this summer, I've really learned that um, the Lord like wants to speak. He wants to speak in our lives. He wants to be in close relationship with us. He wants to be friends with us. And it's such a gift. But with that, um, like with listening to the Lord also comes obedience. And I feel like obedience is something that I'm always like, oh, are you sure, Lord? Are you sure about that? Um, an example of this, a quick example is this summer I was, um, I visited some of my friends from college in California and one of them had taken me to the beach. And when we were at the beach, we were talking about sharing our faith and some of the fears and challenges we felt when it came to sharing our faith. And my friend that I was with was like, well, why don't we just practice now? And I was like, uh, okay. And so she was like, let's pray and see like if the Lord wants us to talk to anyone. And so we sat down and we prayed and there was this woman that like kept walking by. We kept making awkward eye contact with her and we were like, maybe we should talk to her. We don't know. And then she was getting in her car and we were both like, oh no, now we can't talk to her, man. We missed the opportunity. Um, but I was like half heartedly said, why don't we just pray and ask the Lord like to bring her back to us, like so that we can have an opportunity to talk to her. And so like we, I half-heartedly prayed. My friend was like wholeheartedly praying this. She was like, great idea. And then she came out of her car and went to use the restroom. And we were like, now we have to talk to her. Now we have to be obedient. And in that moment, I learned a lot about the Lord. I feel like one, the Lord um, has a sense of humor in that moment, but two also that uh, the Lord like wants us to obey. And he like, there's so many, there's so much like life when we do obey. My friend got to have like a really great conversation with this girl, with this lady, um, got to share the love of God with her. And so like, man, what cool, great experiences and opportunities come when we obey God. But that's not to say that obeying God um, is always the easiest thing to do. It can be scary. So don't feel like, oh, if I'm not like walking in obedience because I'm scared, then I'm like lacking, then I'm like a bad Christian because that's not true. Like it's scary. It's hard. But something that's like also super encouraging to me is like, man, think about the other side and like think about the other side of obedience, like all the like blessings and all of the outcomes because of a step of obedience, all because of the Lord, not because of anything we do, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with Sophie. And I think that like, that is such a cool story and such a testament to the fact that like obedience, like is so important and also like the lord shows so much grace and like so he was saying like so much humor but like they like for sure could have like not been obedient in that moment and they weren't originally obedient yet like he continued to provide opportunity continued to like lay that woman like on their hearts and like then like all ultimately like 
got to share his love through a conversation with her and like a phrase that I live by this summer and like saw so many times was delayed obedience is disobedience and like that is a really hard thing because I think a lot of times it's like eventually we'll be obedient like eventually we'll realize that like okay like my plan is not going how I think it's supposed to or my plan is not going well I guess I like might as well do what like I knew I should have done this whole time if that makes sense um but like a prayer I played I prayed so consistently was like one of Psalm 14310 of just teach me to do your will for you are my God let your good spirit lead me on level ground and then like knowing and believing psalm 128 one of being like blessed are all those who fear the lord who walk in his ways of like genuine like the lord is fighting for us like it tells us that in deuteronomy that like the lord who genuinely like created you and created the entire universe and like he is the one who is fighting for you all we have to do is ask and like if we know that the god of the universe is on our side then like we shall not fear and we don't need to fear and like walking in this and be obedience and like walking by the spirit of like man, like, I don't know why the Lord, like, asked me to sacrifice my entire summer and, like, work at camp all summer, and I don't know why the Lord, like, asked me to do this or this or this or why I feel so anxious about this one situation, yet, like, the Lord keeps being, like, hey, like, this is the answer, and, like, there's never been a singular time in my life where I've, like, heard the voice of God and been, like, Lord, like, I just heard you say the words, like, do this, like I I've never heard the voice of God in that way some people do and I think that's so cool and like what Sophie was saying of just like listening and obeying um can be really hard when you don't like tangibly hear a voice but it's like okay well like I know that like I need to make this decision because four people in the past hour have brought this up to me and like there was this like one specific decision like just like for an example of like this one specific decision like I was really really torn and like could not decide on for the life of me like one minute I'd be like okay I'm gonna do this and then the next I'd be like completely the opposite way like so hot and cold two very extremes and was like I just don't know what to do and like this lasted for like three weeks and like earnestly seeking the face of the Lord and like surrendering it constantly and like finally just like this one day I was like okay like Lord I'm like laying this down at your feet and like man like you don't have to provide clarity and you don't have to give me an answer like you are good and you are faithful either way but like let this remain laid down at your feet and like I'm sacrificing this and like I'm just like putting this down and like letting this like be my cross and like whatnot um and like genuinely like seeking the face of the Lord in the sense that I was like Lord like I trust you and like I know you want like I know you have an opinion on this in a way I'm just like I know that you are fighting for me and like reveal to me the ways that you are fighting for me like reveal to me like what is your will and what you want to be done and like had just like a random conversation like this is at camp so like going through my normal camp day I had a random conversation with a random person I'd never had a conversation with before where like what I was praying over got brought up and like they just like out of nowhere spoke so much truth into me and I was like dang like that's random a that I talked to that random person today b that that like situation got brought up and like c that like what the like the advice that this person gave me like is an answer to like this decision that I've been like really anxious about making and then like again like woke up the next day and was like wow like I'm making this decision and this is the decision I need to make and like it's the harder choice like it's not like a fun choice that I have to make it's going to like lead to a lot of hard conversations and this and this and this yet like this is obviously what is obedient because of like the ways that the Lord has made this clear um and like because it was out of obedience it didn't make it easy 
but like there was so much rest found in that and like I don't want you to hear me say that it made it easy like that's not what I'm saying just because the decision is made out of obedience doesn't mean that it's going to be easy or doesn't mean that it's going to be all fun because I promise you nine out of ten times if we are making a decision out of obedience it's because our flesh wants what is disobedient and it's because our flesh wants something else that the Lord doesn't desire for us therefore like it's going to hurt or it's going to be hard or it's not going to be fun. And like, it's allowed to be uncomfortable and like, just like allowing these two things to coexist of like, okay, like Lord, like this is obedient. And I know that, but like now I'm really sad. And like, that was really hard, but like, I get to have hope and trust and faith that like you were fighting for me and that your character remains steadfast and that you like, wouldn't have led me astray like at all. Like you were leading me by stable paths like on level ground is like what psalm 143 says of like okay like man like that was a tough decision or like like going to camp for three summers it's hard for three months is hard and like it's allowed to be hard and it's allowed to be uncomfortable and you're allowed and like you should bring that to the lord of like crying out to the lord in our distress and being like man like you have led me down this path and i'm confused and i don't see your hand in this but like man, I know you're faithful and I know your hand is in this. And like, if this is what you desire for me, then like make that my heart's desire too and reveal to me why you've done this. And like getting to walk in so much confidence because it comes from obedience. And like, man, what a sweet gift it is that we get to like fully trust and fully surrender because like our God is fighting for us and our God wants what is best for us. And like, anytime I've talked about this on this podcast before, anytime that I'm like man like it doesn't feel like the Lord is fighting for me it is because I'm fighting for the wrong thing because I know that the Lord is fighting for me and it's like okay like well if the Lord is fighting for me like it tells us in Deuteronomy then like what am I fighting for and like why is it different and like I know that I don't want to fight for like what is different than what the Lord is fighting for because he ultimately like knows what is best for me and like he is on my team and in my corner and so like getting to walk in that obedience and like ultimately like obedience I think also like comes with a lot of boundaries, like obedience and boundaries in my mind go hand in hand. Um, and like, I think times when I hear my friends or like when I struggle with obedience is when it's like, okay, Lord, like I shouldn't do this and this and this because the Bible says so. I can't even think of examples right now, but like, I know that I like, let's say like cursing is a big thing for you. It's like, okay, well, like my conviction is that I shouldn't curse because it is like unholy speech coming from my mouth. Like that is my conviction. Like I'm not making like a public statement of this is sin and this is not sin. I don't, um, like that's not the episode, but like, let's say that it's your personal conviction. You're like, okay, so then like we know in James, it tells us that like, if anything, like if you know that it's wrong, then it is sin for you. So like, if you think cursing is wrong and you're cursing, then it's sin for you. So let's say cursing is sin. It's like, dang, but like, man, it'd like really make this joke funnier if I just like said a curse word or if I just cussed a little bit, you know, like not a big deal at all, but like, the Lord says not to and like out of obedience I will not curse and like that boundary like can be annoying and it can be hard and it can be like just like in the way but like genuinely there is so much freedom and so much joy found within boundaries because you know exactly where you're supposed to go and like exactly where is safe and exactly where is not safe it like reminds me a lot of like the hunger games where like basically like there's they're in this dome and like they don't know that there are boundaries and because they don't know where the boundaries are like the guy like busts his eardrum or kind of busts her eardrum or something because she like walked right into it and like blew her up or something sorry spoiler hope you watch it it's like 2008 um but like had she had known where the exactly where the boundaries lied 
she would be so much safer and she can fully roam in the full capacity in the full area because of that and like that is what the lord is doing when asking us to be obedient of like hey like i know you don't understand this right now addison like i know you don't understand why i'm asking you to study biomedical sciences or why i'm asking you to go to a&m instead of colorado christian or why i'm asking you to rush this sorority instead of this sorority but like know me as your father more than anything else and like know that my heart is for you and desires you like desires what is best for you and like coming back to this like phrase all the time of just like man like what breaks our heart like sin like breaks the lord's heart far more than it ever could break our own and like saw that so much at camp this summer of like dang like it really breaks the lord's heart that like these kids like there are kids that are being abused or like this or this and like sin is like wronging them in this way and like as mad and angry as i am like the lord is even more so and like his love and his heart is like not for that at all and like obedience can make it sometimes i think like satan like uses obedience or disobedience and like this temptation to be disobedient like and twists it a lot of like the lord like isn't asking that of you for a good reason like he is selfish and he wants this and he wants all the power or this and this and this and like you don't have to obey that and like tempts you of being disobedient but like the lord is not selfish there's not been ever a single selfish thought or like a jealous thought unless it is for you and like it says that all the time of like the lord is jealous for you because he hates like the hold that sin has on us and he is jealous of the sin that has a hold on our life because he wants our whole entire life and our whole entire heart and like that is like again fighting for you and like walking in obedience is where there's so much rest and peace and joy and like confidence that can be found and but obviously something that i'm just really passionate about and like i think it's hard and like the idea of like walking in step with the spirit is like such an abstract thing and a lot of our minds of like okay what does it even mean to like walk by the spirit and to like walk hand in hand with the lord and like all of these things but it like it reminds me so much of just like real life and like real life that is not how to describe this this is real life um it reminds me so much of just like real tangible relationships of like my parents and i of like okay how do i be obedient to my parents well i can't be obedient if i don't know what like their rules are for me if i don't know what their desires are for me and like how are we supposed to be obedient to the father if we don't know what he says about us and for us to follow and like the first step to knowing how to be obedient is by knowing his word and knowing like and communicating with the father of like lord like what do you want for me in this situation like literally like take my like entire life and do what you will and allow your will to be done and allow my heart to align with yours and and, like give me eyes to see your people how i do like just so many prayers that you can pray of just like okay like man like i'm reading and oh actually this is like something that really taught me about obedience this summer um was reading jonah i'm gonna try to make this short but basically read the entire book of jonah in the bible recap and read it all in one sitting which i don't think i had done before and like by reading it all in one sitting i like completely like i realized that i've been completely misunderstanding what the story of jonah is my entire life uh, but basically long story short they um so jonah is like this man and like you know basically a lot of people talk about how he got eaten by a whale and whatnot um so he 
got eaten by a whale and whatnot but like the reason that he got swallowed by this great fish is because the lord was like go to Nineveh and Nineveh was this place with people who were like so against Christ and like he was scared of being persecuted so instead he was fleeing to this land called Tarshish I think um and he's fleeing basically he's under the boat all of the fishermen are like the like there's this huge storm that's happening right now like the sea is going insane i don't know what's going on they're like casting lots praying the lot lands on jonah and they're like so it's jonah's fault and jonah's like okay throw me overboard so they throw jonah overboard after like bickering about it for a second and he gets swallowed by this great fish he sits in the belly of the great fish for like three days, I think. And then it spits him out and he's like, okay, right. So then he goes to Nineveh and he basically, he goes to Nineveh, he preaches the gospel there and they repent and they turn towards the Lord. And like, what I never realized about the story is that the reason that Jonah didn't want to go was not because he was scared of these people and scared of the persecution. He just knew his father and he knew that he would have mercy and justice on them. And he didn't want that for them. And I think there are so many times in my life where I'm disobedient because of selfish ambition, like in the same way that Jonah was. And like, he was disobedient and he sat in like the belly of a great fish for three days straight because he knew the character of the Lord. And like these people have been persecuting his people for so long and he was like, they don't deserve, like, I want them to all burn up. I want the town to be destroyed. Like, basically, he was like, Lord, like, be ruthless of them. Let the effects of their sin, like, have its full effect. Like, cast them down. Like, burn them. Do anything you want. And, like, that's not the Lord's character. The Lord's character is, like, so unlike ours. Um, And, like, that just reminded me so much of myself of, like, dang, like, almost every single time I've been disobedient is because I have selfish desire of, like, no, Lord, like, this is how my plan is going to go. I'm going to go to this school and I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to do this and this and this and I'm going to become this and it's going to be awesome. It's going to bring glory to your name. But he's, like, no, like, Addison, like, that's not the plan that I have for you. And, like, I'm calling you to something else for a different reason. And, like, because Jonah went to Nineveh, like eternity was changed and people get to celebrate and like live an eternal life with Christ and like less people are in hell because of it. And like, that isn't what he wanted because he's selfish and like, because we are all selfish. And like, that is like what the gospel is, is like we are in our brokenness and we are sinful. Yeah, like the Lord is kind and just. And like, because of his kindness and because of his mercy and his grace, he couldn't leave us just in sin and just in this brokenness and just in this disobedience. He sent his son to die for us and rose three days later, defeating all sin and defeating all death and allowing us to be in relationship with him again so that we can spend eternity with him. And like all it takes for those people repenting and turning away from their sin and then walking in obedience. And like, we have that opportunity every single day, yet we don't. Um, so Anyways, so many cool things about obedience. Could talk about it forever, um, but just, like, thankful for the Lord and, like, the ways that he guides us. And, like, even when we are disobedient, like, we get a second chance. And, like, we get a million more chance, all of the things. Um, but, yeah, those are all my thoughts. Yeah, for sure. Obedience is really cool. It's There's a lot of freedom found and a lot of life found when we live in obedience with the Lord. Um, so I'm going to pray us out and then we will be on our way. Dear Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for the opportunity to sit down and talk about what obedience in you looks like and how that changes our life, how that changes the way we follow you um, and everything about a relationship with you. We thank you for today. We thank you 
for the gift that you have given us to be able to walk in obedience with you through Jesus. We thank you for what he did on the cross and how um, when he rose from the grave, he defeated death. And now we get to be in relationship with you and we get to be friends with you. And we thank you for that. Um, We pray for the listeners. We pray for the rest of this week that you would be with us, that you would guide us and that we would be quick to obey. We love you and we praise you in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening this week and for the next week. We love you guys a lot. It's good to be back. Um, if you don't already follow our Instagram at our heart surrendered is the handle. You're welcome to email us at ourheartsurrendered.gmail.com and or DM us, whatever you want to do. But we love you guys a lot and can't wait to continue to talk to you guys and all the things. We will talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. We love you. Um, and that is it. So Let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week.